Soccer Show Arena is the newest concert and hockey destination in the Coachella Valley. And you won't want to miss any of our 100-plus nights of live entertainment. Join our Concert Access Membership Program for exclusive access to the very best seats for every show all year long. Shows like Reba McIntyre, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, Grupo Firme, Maroon 5, Jimmy Buffett, and our official grand opening celebration with the Eagles. Add our Concert Access Program to your Firebird season ticket package today. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you for joining me today. I just want to say if you're out there listening and you have any feedback for me, please shoot me an email at gm.psych at gmail.com. Also, if you have any suggestions for my upcoming shows, I would love to hear um, what you know, you might want me to talk about if you're also interested in doing a consultation is a part of coming uh, on as a guest speaker on my show. I would love to hear from you. So please reach out to me. Again, that's gm.psych at gmail.com. You can also uh, contact me at hemphappier.com, H-E-M-P-H-A-P-P-I-E-R.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. My talk today is on using relationships for spiritual growth. And so I have some questions for you. Have you ever been in a relationship that you poured so much of your time, energy, and emotions into only to be disappointed? Have you ever felt you were giving 90% and the other person in the relationship barely giving 10%? Or have you ever thought to yourself, this person has a lot of potential, and I know in time with my loving guidance and support, he or she will become the person they were destined to be? Or have you ever been in a relationship that you've been in for so long, even though you're unhappy, you continue to be in that relationship? If these are some of the statements that are true about you, then I think this talk is just for you. You see, oftentimes we long for acceptance from others. We long for love from others. And we depend on the affirmation of others to make us feel whole, complete, or validated. This strategy for personal growth, however, oftentimes leaves us feeling disappointed, hurt, abandoned, longing for more, and perhaps you feel unfulfilled in your relationships. No matter how much you pour into the other person, you feel lack. It's like you're giving, but you're not receiving. Oftentimes, I find in working with couples that we expect others to provide for us what we have not provided for ourselves. 
we expect our partner to be the father or mother we never had. We expect our partner to play the role our father or mother played in their relationship. We look to our partner to fill the void or the emptiness that we might be feeling within our own selves because of our emotional issues or our past traumas. Sometimes we expect the other person to hurt us because others in our past have hurt us. So the most, the most important thing that I've learned in my 23 years of practicing psychology is that you cannot change anyone but yourself. See, in the same way that you cannot change anyone but yourself, no one else can change you. So I know that if you focus your energies on trying to change someone else, you will be disappointed. You will be hurt. You, you will be feeling um, lack or longing for something uh, more to fulfill you. But if you change your focus on how you can be better, how you can provide what it is you're seeking from your partner, then you're going to feel more happy, more fulfilled, and, and just more present in your own experiences. If you focus on changing your partner, then you need to refocus your energies back to changing yourself. If your focus is on helping your partner grow, then you need to refocus your attention back to helping yourself grow. If the focus is on getting your partner to love you more, then you need to refocus your emo emotions and energies back to loving yourself more. If the focus is on getting your partner to be faithful, then you need to reevaluate your own value and worthiness to be in a committed relationship. When you commit to being in a relationship with someone, you commit to growing and evolving alongside that person. You're not committed to changing that person or that person changing you. You're committed to growing and changing on your own as individuals alongside one another. You commit to sharing each other's growth, sharing each other's learning experiences, and becoming the best versions of yourselves as individuals in a partnership alongside one another. See, you are not responsible for making them the best version of themselves they can be. You are only responsible for sharing in their journey as they are sharing in your journey. And so there's two, um, two lives becoming one, not because you lose your sense of self or you lose your sense of identity in your relationship, but you become one because you commit to sharing in one another's experiences, in one, one another's personal 
uh, journeys and, and, and spiritual growth along along their lives. And so oftentimes we focus on what we can do for that other person instead of focusing on how we can grow as individuals and allow that person to share into our lives and share our experiences. When you, when you partner with a person who loves you unconditionally, who truly has your best interest at heart, who wants to see you succeed and nurtures your personal growth by feeding you with words of encouragement, by showing you their best selves, by wanting you to succeed, by loving and trusting and focusing only on you as their partner, then you learn how to grow spiritually in that relationship. And it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful partnership. It's a beautiful relationship to grow together as individuals. And so what are some, some steps? I'm going to share with you four uh, steps that I think are really important um, as you learn to use your relationships for spiritual growth. You're using your relationships because you're allowing yourself to partner with someone who you trust, who you love unconditionally, and who you know is going to be there to support you. And, and to continue to uplift you on your own journey. And so it's a, it's a partnership of two, um, two souls wanting what's best for, for each other, but acknowledging that individually you're on your own life's growth and journey, spiritual growth path, but you're sharing it together alongside each other. So number one, being in a committed relationship does not mean you give up your identity. Remember that keeping a sense of self, having your own interests, your own goals, your own friends, and your own individual personal growth as your life's journey is really key. You commit to yourself to be the best version. And you're sharing yourself in your journey alongside someone else, alongside your partner. Number two, what you want in your partner, you have to give to yourself. What you want in your partner, you have to give to yourself. This prevents you from blaming your partner for your unhappiness, for expecting your partner to fill the voids and needs that you have, from putting the responsibility on your partner to changing you. You see, your spiritual growth is about making yourself happy and them sharing in this experience. Your personal and spiritual growth is about finding what you're good at, what you are going to um, give and share with the world, and then sharing it with your partner and others. Number three, the foundation for any relationship is trust. If you don't feel you can trust your partner, 
then you need to reevaluate your value and your worthiness in deservingness to be in a trusting relationship. Also, you need to be honest with yourself about your own fidelity. So when you're feeling that there's some insecurity or some, um, you know, sense of un, uh, untrustworthiness, then you have to reevaluate, are you doing what you can to support and be trusting and, and committed to your partner? And then reevaluate whether you're worthy. Because a lot of times, it's us not feeling worthy that we deserve to be in a trusted relationship. So again, that's the work that you have to do for yourself. And number four, using relationships for spiritual growth is about committing to the journey of life as partners. Being in relation to another human being means you are growing and changing constantly, but yet you remain committed to supporting your partner in his or her life's journey. Your partner is present to support and encourage you to be your best self. So your spiritual growth is what you're responsible for. And as your partner and as a partner, you commit to growing together, changing together, learning together, and supporting each other as we grow into our own selves, our own best selves. And, and we share alongside one another the journeys uh, uh, for our lives. So remember, the key to any successful relationship is learning to love yourself so that you can share your love with your partner and you can grow alongside one another on your life's journeys. Because both of you were created for your own greatness, your own sense of, of self, your own uh, gift and what you have to contribute. And so ultimately, we all have to find and we are all responsible for finding our own voice, our own spiritual growth and what gift we have to offer. And when we partner and commit with another human being, it means we're partnering to share on that life's journey together, on our spiritual growth together to being our best selves. I hope that this talk has, has been helpful for you. And I just want to thank you. Um, I have a special guest. Her name is Cheryl. She's a beautiful woman who is doing some of her own uh, soul searching and spiritual growth. And she's going to share with you her insights in part two. So stay tuned. Thank you. Have you heard of the tremendous results of CBD oil that has really changed the lives of many? Hi there, I'm Jules Johnson and I've got to tell you about this amazing CBD oil that Dr. Erica is bringing to the forefront. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Well, CBD oil is now legal in all 50 states with no prescription required. 
Dr. Erica Montgomery, a licensed psychologist for over 23 years, has many of her clients taking this exceptional quality of CBD oil, which has improved their feelings and emotions with daily stress, insomnia, anxiety, depression, and oh my goodness, so many other symptoms. Well, the question is, why suffer? HempHappier.com can change your life. It did for me. Remember, CBD oil does not have any THC in it. And this means that you won't get high from it. And yet, you get the life-changing properties that come directly from Mother Nature. It will improve the quality of your life dramatically. I promise. Go to HempHappier.com and pick the dosage that you need. That's HempHappier.com. Hello and welcome to the second part of my show. I have a special guest with me today, Cheryl, the beautiful and lovely Cheryl. And she's been, the, the, the topic of my talk today is using relationships for spiritual growth. And Cheryl has been doing a lot of reading and reevaluating and reassessing so that she can continue her path to spiritual growth. And I wanted to um, have Cheryl come and share some of her insights and just what this uh, looks like for her as she grows spiritually through her relationships. So welcome, Cheryl. Thank you for coming on my show and sharing your wisdom and your insights on this, you know, transformational spiritual growth process. Thanks for having me. I love to be here and just chat with you, especially in this um, arena. Thank you. So just tell me a little bit about maybe some of the concepts or you know, of the books that you've been reading and what you find intriguing about how you're using this information for your own personal experience and your own personal growth? Well, I think it started when, you know, I always like to say I've had different curtain calls in my life. And it's like, this isn't yet another life that I'm living. Ever since I was 20, I had probably, this is my fourth life. And I say that not to be um, sort of tongue in cheek, but I really do think like each segment, I've had a different experience and it's built on every experience has built me to, or or gotten me to this experience now. And, And in those experiences, I've always sort of been a wanderer. I've always sort of not really settled, not really at peace with where I'm at or, or the people that I'm around or, or, or just, you know, just where I am in this space. And I, it sort of dawned on me, I think it's not that I'm unsettled, it's just I'm not understanding how I'm relating to the world. And the more I can say, okay, use who I am as a being, as my spiritual practice to um, just become more enlightened, but also just enjoy where I am today, whoever I'm with, who, whatever um, type of scenario situation I'm in, whether I have a family, a husband, a colleague, but just sort of meet them where they are instead of trying to put so much form to it, the the more I relinquish that, I guess, air quote, control, the more my life is enjoyable. So then I'm not, I don't have this thirst or this wanting for more peace because then it just becomes peaceful. 
So to your point, I've been reading a lot of books and it just seems as though the, I know the universe is real because every book I read, even though they're different authors, there's sort of this, this consistent theme amongst all the books. And it's I'm really enjoying the now and enjoying where we are today. And what that means is to let go of the narratives that we've created in the past, stop being anxious about the narratives we want to create in the future and really enjoy what's right in front of us. And that's with my children, that's with my husband, with my friends, my family. And I just feel like I've just been in sort of this, this um, hamster, on this hamster wheel that I just can't get settled because I'm always either thinking, pondering about what happened last or anticipating what's happening in the future. And it just, it's never sat well with me. So mm-hmm. that's sort of what took me to, on this path. I love it. I love it because I think that we all are, you know, very goal oriented and and future focused oriented. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in what that next goal is or what that next accomplishment is or that next task. And we, we move our thinking ahead so much so that we forget about the present. And you and I often talk about the power of meditation. And that's what I love about meditation is it's not this, you know, um, you know, this, you have to be still and rigid and, you know, sterile kind of environment, but it's more about being in the now, being in the Mm -hmm. present and recognizing that this moment is really all we have, you know, this is, this is the gift of the present moment that we've been given. And so just enjoy that moment. And, and I do believe that, like you say, in your relationships with other people, you learn to accept not only who they are, but who you are in relation to them. So maybe speak Absolutely. a little bit about that, about how yeah. you use your relationships for personal growth. Absolutely. Well, I'll just, from a personal standpoint, even with my husband, we've been married for 11 years now. And 11 years ago, our relationship was very different than it is two kids later, um, a couple of deaths later, you know, growing in both of our careers, we're different people. And it's so funny, because I remember when I was younger, people say, Oh, well, you marry, you know, who you married, you know, exactly who he is. But in essence, you don't. And, and I don't mean that to be like, um, you know, sort of like pulling the wool over your eyes, but people grow, evolve, and their character is pretty similar. But even some of those regards might change as well. But are you able to flow with the evolution of the person with you? Are you able to accept them at every stage that they're at, every stage that you're at? Because the way that I reacted to my husband 10 years ago is completely different than the way I react to him now. When he does things, when situations come up, the way my perspective is um, on different things. So that in itself is, um, can be trying as well because you're like, oh my God, who are you? Who am I? Are we still even um, you know, meshed? Are we still on the same plane and on the same path? Um, so you start having all these questions 
And then you always have to bring it back to, this is my spiritual practice. No matter what he's doing, if I'm committed to this relationship, if I'm committed to the now, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And stop trying to figure it out and trying to mold it into something that it wasn't 20 years, I mean, 10 years ago, it's not going to be, I don't know what it's going to be 10 years from now, but stop, you know, playing these these roles or, or trying to make it what I want it versus just what it is now and learn and, and embrace that. Yeah, I, I completely agree because I've been married now for 19 years and mm-hmm. you, every day you're a different person. Every day you see something, you know, or you learn something or you have a certain experience that grows you uh, as an individual and you, two people, you know, partnering together on life's journey is, is an evolution, not only of two human beings individually, but also as a partner. And so when you go through different challenges like parenting or the loss of loved ones, you have to re not, it's not even relearn, but it's new learning of how to be supportive of how to be uplifting, because no matter what you go through, you still have to have his back and he still has to have your back because ultimately you've agreed on a partnership to continue to uplift each other as you're on your own individual journeys of personal development, spiritual development, relationship development. And so it's completely different at every stage because we're different. And I think that's the beauty of it. I think the beauty of it is saying, I've committed to you. I love you even though I've seen you weak or I've seen you strong or I've seen you depressed or I've seen you at your highest. That's the beauty of relationships that no matter what our love is unconditional. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I totally agree with that. And I, and, and, and also to also say it's hard too, because, you know, when they're not being nice or when you're not being nice or when you're just not in it, like there, it ebbs and flows, there's cycles of when you're on top, he's on top and, you know, and then trying to sort of get that, you know, aligned and sometimes it's not aligned, but then what do you do in that space? Do you just throw in the towel? Do you just say, okay, I'm just going to, you know, figure something else and go another way, but then you find yourself in the same space because you're still you and you're still, you're still going to have another relationship that you're going to have to grow with or grow through. And it always comes back to what you said earlier, you, every relationship you have, no matter you're seeing somebody in passing in the grocery store or your lifetime partner, your husband that you've chosen It's always you that's the common denominator that you need to be open to being a loving being. And and what that doesn't always mean, it's always nice or it's always fluffy and feathers and confetti, but it just is who you are. And are you going to respect that enough to just sit in it, to, to, you know, not wallow and not try to create a narrative around it, but just allow it to be what it is. And then it will pass and turn into something else. Cause to your point, we're growing every day. We're evolving every day. So when we do that, 
this too shall pass and it will change. So are you in it to be able to sort of weather that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, with whatever relationship you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that it being in a relationship is a constant challenge for you to be better because you have yeah. to listen, which is challenging in and of itself, but you always have to find out what they need from you. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of times we focus on what we need from them because we're so self-focused, but sometimes you have to take a step back and say, okay, well, what do they need from me? How can I be a better partner? How can I be a better supporter? This is what I want from you. And a lot of times what I'm wanting is the same thing that I'm needing. And so um, it's kind of like you've got to, like they say, sometimes you have to give to yourself what you're wanting from someone else. So if you're wanting more attention, maybe it's giving yourself more attention. If you're wanting more affection, it's giving yourself more affection. You know, sometimes it's like you were saying, it's about how you can um, grow together. And and it's always a give and take. I tell you with relationships, it's always a give and take. And you can't be... You can't be judgmental because I always say he without sin be the first to cast a stone. So I can never hold a stone in my hand. (laughs) So when you start getting in that judgmental mode and pointing fingers about what they're not doing for you or how they're not meeting your needs, Mm -hmm. it goes back to you and say, okay, well, you know, what what about you and what can you do about it? Because the only person... In my 23 years of practicing psychology, the only thing that I'm certain about is that I cannot change anyone except for myself. There you go. You're always the common denominator. And it's just interesting that we sort of always want to sort of relinquish that, um, that responsibility to someone else because it's hard. It's hard saying it. It's hard sitting in it. It's hard just acquiescing to the fact that the buck starts and stops with you. <laughs> and you're responsible and accountable for that. And what you do with that and what you do with this life is all on you. Good, bad, and indifferent. And you're going to have all of it. But can we just enjoy the ride? Can we just enjoy the moment, enjoy the journey? And to your point, stop being so judgy. Because we're all, we all drop the ball. Daily, I tell my children, I'm dropping the ball. I got so many in the air. It's like, I'm fallible. Like it, it just is. This is who we are, but that's the beauty and the imperfection. And can we just really enjoy and embrace the imperfections in each other and give each other some leniency? Because that's when we're really going to be able to spiritually connect. And to your point, the universe is real. It's like, it, it doesn't matter what you try to do. It's going to do what it do. So either you're going to resist it or you're going to be in flow with it, and then life just gets more sweeter. Not easier, because Lord knows we all have different emotions and feelings and things we go through, but it can be sweet in all of the turmoil, the pain, the, the joy, the happiness, all of it. It can still be peaceful and sweet. And that's why I'm just trying to get to that sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Okay, so yeah. any any last, I mean, you pretty much said 
Well, thanks for having me. I think this is awesome, and I wish you all the luck. I mean, it's amazing that you're doing what you're doing and putting all this amazing energy out there for people to just take on, hold, learn from, and just really continue on their journey with. And it's people like you that make this world better. I just want everybody to know that you are worth it. Whatever you might be going through, you are worth the bittersweet. You are worth the sweet spot. You are worth the, the joy in abundance and all of that and then some. So thank you. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.